0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a, a bit of a hesitant start to the week this week, ahead of this week's Fed meeting, or at least that was the narrative that the media went with this morning. But as the day went on, that fear really seemed to dissipate quickly as we got a great trading in, afternoon, uh, in the afternoon hours today, a great smart money hour, and we might have finished mixed on the day, but we had a few of our major indexes and major sectors rally into the close to finish at their highs of the day, and if not an all-time high, right at their all-time highs right now. And folks, really, our tune remains unchanged here We aren't too concerned about the Fed meeting this week. Sure, a lot of uncertainty ahead of it. Paul Tudor Jones was out this morning saying that it could be the most important meeting of Jay Powell's career uh, because there's just so much data proving that the Fed is not meeting either their criteria for maximizing employment nor handling inflation and there's some questions on whether or not they really have the ability to do that. So not, I'm not one to disagree with Paul Tudor, Tudor Jones on this, but in our view, the Fed really doesn't have a whole lot of a choice right now in the direction that they want to go. They've, there's been a lot of talk about the Fed talking about tapering their monthly bond purchases. We, we think that's unlikely. We also think it's unlikely that they'll start thinking about thinking about raising interest rates so at at the end of the day our views unchanged it's unlikely that the fed will signal any changes and uh, instead they'll continue to stay the course that's our take on it here uh really overall macro theme we remain in the camp that this bull market is only just beginning we've been talking about it here for months folks uh I'm sure we've been a broken record on it, but we're now just in the second year of this bull market. And by the time that this is all said and done, we do believe that this period will be looked back on like the dot-com melt-up of the 1990s. Yes, of course, that was followed by the dot-bombs. That's what people tend to focus on. But that five-year period in there where I'm, I'm I don't have the number exactly in front of me where the NASDAQ returned, uh, what was it, 500% or or three? ah, I'm blanking on the exact number right now. But incredible gains for that time period. And we still still are in the early innings of our melt up here. So we've got years to go before we really hit that mark. Now, of course, that doesn't mean there won't be uh, causes for concern, some pauses, some pullbacks. But it does mean that every time we get one of those, the dips are to be bought. That's how we've been playing it here for the last year now. And until something changes, we're going to continue doing so. And the main difference here that we wrote back to our members this morning is that the public is just only beginning to fall back in love with equities. And not just in the United States, but on a global level as well, where the dot-com melt-up might have taken place primarily in the United States, this is going to be a global melt-up that we see here. Uh, and one of the key reasons for that, we talk about it here often, Kip and I always joke, maybe there's only one thing that we need to talk about on these podcasts, and that is the $22 trillion in fresh stimulus since last year in both fiscal and monetary po- uh, policy, And as we saw, if you've been tuning into anything from the the G7 summit, governments aren't done spending yet. In fact, they're talking about spending massive amounts more to continue to pull the global economy out of the government-induced coronavirus insanity recession from last year. And like I said, they're nowhere near done printing money to continue to fund, whether it's the Green New Deal, uh, the Great Reset, all of these things, all of these globalist agendas. And on a side note, if you have caught any of these meetings, you know really what a joke these quote-unquote leaders of the world are. You know, virtual virtue signaling across the board doing elbow bumps with masks on outside they 're all vaccinated but they're they 're wearing their masks anyway and not shaking hands and then as soon as the the photo op is done, they sit down right next to each other and take their masks off uh, it 's just a joke it really is it's really cringeworthy and especially joe biden i mean the amount of gaps he 's had in in this weekend alone. Is enough to really, really, probably the for all the for all the mishaps that Trump had in this one weekend alone, Joe Biden has has produced enough clips that they're probably about the same length of time if you put them all together. Uh, but in the words of George Carlin, "It's all a big club and you ain't in it." That is the group that we're looking at here with these G seven totalitarians who are very happy to have Joe Biden up there with them. They they know that he's nothing more than a puppet to help go along with their Great Reset agenda. Uh, But people are waking up to this reality. And especially, you know, maybe this is a little anecdotal, but talking to friends, especially those on the left and even far left, realize that these people don't have their best interests at heart. They, they don't support them. They don't support we the people as a whole. Whether you're left, right, in the middle, it doesn't matter. It is them, the globalist. what they say, the elite against we the people. And people are really waking up to that quickly. But folks, I'm going to change gears here. You know, our job here is to make you money. And that is why so many of our clients and people who follow our work have a hard time understanding, hey, you're calling for a global bull market melt-up, but you're talking about you know, how corrupt and really inept these global leaders are. Well, it's all part of their, of their plan. When the stock market's going higher, real estate values are on the rise, people are making money. It makes it a lot easier to go along with their agenda then. We've been calling it uh, the big bribe, the government's PSYOP, to, to implement their policies. And, and we'll continue to talk about that here every day on our podcast. And we've got a few special reports and other things coming your way as, as well. So stay tuned here. Uh, but looking at our markets on the day today, uh, we got some great research back over the weekend from one of our leading indicators here. And that is that private equity deals are on their way to a new all-time high here in 21, uh, 2021. We're only halfway through the year, and we're just 15% away from an all-time high. So if this pace continues for private equity deals, it's going to blow the previous record out of the water. And that tells us big money is placing huge bets right now on the future, meaning they're extremely optimistic And that money will find its way into our markets, just like the stimulus money does. And again, more of that on the way. Folks, all of these things, it's the perfect storm uh, for a global bull market melt-up. It's how we've seen it here for some time, uh, and we continue to see it that way now. So, all right, so taking a look at our major indexes on the day. We did finish mixed, uh, but man, we got a strong smart money hour today. NASDAQ finishing at its highs of the day, or right at them. Up 0.74 percent, and now just roughly 35 points away or so from an all-time high in the Nasdaq. That one almost kind of snuck up on us there. Uh, so another day like today, and we're hitting all-time highs in the Nasdaq. The semis, which I'll get to more, excuse me, in our sector watch, also getting very close to all-time highs here. Uh, next up was the S and P 500. Great smart money hour was negative after this morning. Opened right at its all-time high. Took a breather throughout the day and then really ramped up in the afternoon here. Finishing up just, about two, just under two-tenths of 1%, but hitting a new all-time high here at 4,255. Next up was the Dow, finishing down a quarter of a percent on the day also, though not far away from an all-time high at 34,393. And lastly, the Russell 2000 finishing down four-tenths of 1% to 2,326. Looking at our internals on the day, this is one area we would have liked to have seen more strength on a day like today where we're getting at or near all-time highs, but we'll continue to watch it here. We've gotten great numbers lately. Uh, For example, the S&P advanced decline line just hit an all-time high on Friday, so now is not the time to be getting bearish, although we did see declining stocks beating out advancing stocks today on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. But next up, our bright spot, new 52-week highs to lows, just continue to impress here with 465 stocks hitting 52-week highs to just 34, hitting 52-week lows. That's what you want to see. Lastly here, volume did come in negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Uh, Looking at our sectors on the day, very similar to our markets, going into the afternoon, we only had two sectors positive. It was tech and uh, communication services. But we finished the day with six out of our 11 sectors higher on the day. We were led by tech. That's what you want to see. XLK, the tech ETF. Actually, let me get a final refresh here. Uh, just 30, 30.3 30 points away from an all-time high here. SMH, like I mentioned earlier, also right at its all-time high. And tech, now up in six out of his last sessions. And, uh... The semis now finish their last two sh- sessions at the highs of the day. So that's what you want to see that strong smart money hour. So, if you've been tuning in with us here, we've been saying for the last few weeks it was time for tech to start leading again since the May 12th capitulation lows. That, as we've seen them, tech has outperformed, semis have outperformed since May 12th. And those are the most fun bull markets to be a part of when tech. Is leading, and we got another signal from the semis as well today. Nvidia, the largest name in the sector, hit an all time high today as well. Next up, communication services also hit an all time high today, followed there by real estate really rallied into the close, also right near an all time high, which is good to see because our housing index has broken down a little bit, but the real estate market remains strong. Next up were utilities and consumer discretionary. Our laggards on the day were the value names that had been our leaders, materials, financials, industrials, and energy. Uh, so something we'll be watching for here as well. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now down on the day uh, just over six tenths of 1% to 1867 an ounce. Silver down half a percent as well to $28 an ounce copper down to down uh, just under three tenths of 1% to $4 and 52 cents a pound and oil now up on the day up about a quarter of a percent and getting more room to run above 70 here at seventy one eleven a barrel uh, if you've been tuning in with us here you know this is a group that we have been bullish on for a long time now uh, we have a number of positions here but on January 7th of this year it was on uh, Wayne Allen Root show. Uh, if you want to check that out, check it out on USA Radio. Phenomenal show. Great friend, Wayne Allen Root. We are talking about oil and where it was headed. And our price target for oil from January was $100 a barrel over the next 12 to 18 months. And we have made some significant headway in that space now, again, Back to $71 a barrel. Impressive move from oil. And lastly for today, Bitcoin catching a nice rally. Up 6% now to 39857 Still has some some room to run. If we get another day like today though, Bitcoin will get back above its 200 day moving average. That's what we want to see. That correlation between Bitcoin and the market has broken down here. And as it has a few times, it's not a perfect indicator, but can oftentimes signal the direction of the market, you know, a few, about, I think it's about five to seven days in advance. So if we get Bitcoin rallying here. It does bode well for our markets as well, folks. That is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.